Welcome to the Garden of Belonging, a podcast exploring the things that help us belong to ourselves and the things that get in our way. I'm your host, Kim K. Gray, a life coach for good girls and people pleasers, dedicated to helping them know, trust, and courageously share their voices. In this podcast, we will explore topics such as self-knowledge, self-trust, self-acceptance, and self-expression. The world needs our unique gifts. It's time we connect with our inner voice and show up fully as ourselves. Welcome to the first episode of the Garden of Belonging podcast. I'm so glad to be here with you. This kicks off season one where we are talking about your truest voice. What is it? What is it saying? Why does it matter? I believe your truest voice is the voice deep inside you that is the most authentic expression of you. Not the you that you think the world wants to see and the true you. And I claim that it matters deeply. It matters for you and it matters for others. I've been on my own journey of connecting to my truest voice. And as a life coach, I'm passionate about helping other women connect with theirs. Why? Because I believe when we connect with our truest voices, we connect more deeply with our fullest selves and with our purpose in the world. My hope is that these conversations give you some tools to help you connect more deeply with your own truest voice. The world needs it. You need it. When one woman shares her truest voice, somewhere another woman feels permission to share hers. Today, I speak with Jess Wagner. Jess is a certified life coach, facilitator, and podcaster who is passionate about supporting millennials to harness their self-leadership so they can live the lives they actually want instead of the lives they think they should be living. She helps her clients do this by connecting with their core values, taking responsibility for their dreams, and making the space for themselves to grow and thrive. She facilitates transformation through private one-on-one coaching, group coaching, workshops, and in her online community and podcast called The Self-Leadership Club. I hope you enjoy our conversation. Hi, Jess. Thank you so much for being here and agreeing to chat with me. I'm so excited. Hey, Kim. I am so, so happy to be here. Thank you for putting this out into the world and offering it up to us to come chat with you. Yeah, of course. Um, So I would like you to start, if you would, just sharing a little bit about who you are and what you're all about. Okay, so I am Jess Wagner. I am a life coach who specializes in self-leadership for women and femmes. So essentially what that means, I've written down like an actual definition of what I think self-leadership means that I'd be happy to share. So this is kind of the essence of the work that I'm doing, which is Self-leadership, meaning someone who is deeply rooted in self-belief and knows that what they have to share with the world has value. Someone who truly loves and trusts themselves, who is less concerned about what everyone else thinks and more concerned with what they think about themselves, and who is empowered to live life on their own terms by moving towards their dreams and life's purpose. So in essence, like that's the kind of you know, feeling that I want to be able to build both in my work and then help other people um, do the same through coaching. So that's what I'm all about. (laughs) Yeah, I love that. And I think that that's, that's something that just we all need, for sure. And I like how you use the word leadership, because that just makes me think about also the responsibility that comes with all that. 
Mm -hmm. um, and just, um, you know, owning our choices and owning our words and owning who we are. So that's awesome. Absolutely. Yes. I think leadership can be taken in a lot of different directions and I haven't seen it taken in this direction quite as much. So it's, it's really exciting to, to start talking about that in this context of self and um, exactly what you're saying, owning your words, like owning who you are and using that to your advantage and, and leaning into it. So, yeah. yeah. Awesome. So when I say the words, your truest voice, what comes up for you? Okay. So um, with this one, I definitely like, I just sat with it for a second and kind of just came with what first came to me, which is a voice that isn't held back by anyone or anything. Mm. Um, a voice that is truly my own mm -hmm. and a voice that cuts through the noise because it's so unapologetically myself that it sounds like no one else. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And what have you found, like what practices or what tools have you found that helps you sort of cut through the noise and identify your unique voice from all the other voices that are coming at you? Totally. So I have a small story to share around this question um, because I couldn't help but think about like my journey in finding my voice has been interesting as I'm sure everyone has their own stories um, around finding their voice. But my formal education is in classical music. So, mm. and opera singing to be specific. Okay. So like very voice, <laughs> very voice, like very tied up in like a lot of complicated feelings about using your voice and, and how your voice is a part of you and like how to separate those things. It's a very, I could talk about that for hours, but, um, in that world that's so structured and rigid, like classical music can be because, you know, we're singing music written by mostly you know, dead white dudes who lived like 200 years ago. Yeah. And so it can feel very like rigid and very like by the book. And this is how it's always been done. This is how you have to do it. Mm -hmm. So in that context, it can be really stifling mm -hmm. and like really hard to figure out who you are in that structure. Um, especially too, when like you're singing the same arias or songs, um, as everyone else like, that sings in your voice type. So mm. it's just, it can be really challenging to like find yourself and find your voice. But I think honestly, for me, I, I kind of made it work. And I think looking back on it is like that structure that I was in allowed me to take small, like safe steps that felt scary at the time, yeah. but they were, they were in this structure and I was able to find freedom in that way. And I mean, I've since like kind of moved on from that world for different reasons, mostly because I felt like my whole self wasn't welcome and wasn't fully accepted in that space. Um, but I do think that it was very important to like my journey of starting to kind of come into myself. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of like practices nowadays that like help me continue to grow in that, um, the biggest one honestly is taking time to just be quiet. Mm. I think with the noise of yeah. the internet, the noise of the world in general, it can be so hard to 
sit and just tune into ourselves. And if it's, you know, if we don't take that time to do it, we don't ever get a chance to, because it's just, there's too much coming at us all the time. So for me, it's been very like sitting, being quiet with myself and listening to what emerges. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other thing too, that has been helpful is journaling. I know that sounds cliche. I know we all <laughs> love to talk about journaling, yeah. um, but it's so freaking true. Like there's a reason that we talk about journaling. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's because I think everyone has a different relationship to it. But for me, it's been such an amazing way to find my voice because um, it gets everything out of my head. And then I can go back and read over what I was saying and try to like piece it back together. And that's helped me understand like who I am and help me find my voice in a more powerful way. Yeah, absolutely. I like that idea of the like trying on little things. Like mm-hmm. you were saying how you had that safe space to just take little steps. And I think that, mm-hmm. you know, we can do those kinds of things in our everyday lives. Just try this a little thing. You know, yeah. today I'm going to say no when someone asks me, you know, to do this thing because I'm tired. Where yes. I would normally say yes and just trying it out, you know? So. 100%. Absolutely. I think that's, that's really how it all works. It's like that quote that's like how you spend your days is how you spend your life. Like, mm-hmm. I think that's very similar to what you're saying. It's like these little steps come into bigger pieces if we stack them on top of each other essentially and then you know as soon as we know it we're basically like living in our authentic truth whatever that means but I think (laughs) what I mean like we are we are fully being ourselves and we had to take those small steps to to get there so I totally love that yeah and I think the more that you take those small steps and you see that there's not this horrible thing that happens afterwards, then you're able to take even more and even more and they get bigger and it just grows. Like you're saying it stacks. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. Um, Would you share a time in your life when you were holding back your voice and what helped you to free it? Yes, I would love to. So this was interesting because I thought of many things, like many small things. Mm -hmm. And so it was hard to like pinpoint, okay, what is one thing? But I guess I'll just start by saying like, especially as a woman, and I know that, you know, everyone deals with this to some extent, but as a woman, it can be, you know, really easy to play down our accomplishments to make Mm -hmm. people more comfortable. Um, I've held my tongue so many times to make sure that I'm deemed acceptable by whoever else is in the room with me. Um, I've kept myself small on purpose (laughs) to stay out of the way. I've like pretended like I haven't known the answers to things when I 100% have just to like keep myself small. And like, I can own that now, but like, yeah, it's, it's tough. It's tough to, to fully be you and to not really worry about what the other people in the room think, even, even when that's scary. Um, Mm -hmm. And one big thing for me, so like the story that I ended up coming to was like, in terms of my sexuality. So like, I'm a queer woman. um, But it took me a really long time to even admit that to myself. Like, mm-hmm. I, you know, when I first, like, came out and started telling people, 
they were like, oh, wow, like, you know, I didn't, I knew you in college and like, I had no idea and all this stuff. And I'm like, I didn't even know yeah. in college. Like, right. I didn't even allow myself to go there yeah. because I had this very specific image of like, and this very black and white view of sexuality. Yeah. And again, a whole other conversation <laughs> off into, but we won't. But I think like I grew up in a totally open-minded family and never had to overcome that like, you know, religious, you know, belief that a lot of queer people have to to worry about with their family. Like mm -hmm. I'm super privileged in that way. Mm -hmm. And like my family is so open-minded. Mm -hmm. But even then, like I wasn't able to access that until around my mid-20s. So I think that that was a point where I was hiding my voice even from myself which yeah. is kind of, you know, really interesting to think about how we can even hide from ourselves in that way. Absolutely. I think it's really easy to do so, especially when we have all those messages coming in of what we should be, mm -hmm. then we just deny the voices inside us that say, well, I want to be something different or I am something different. Right. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, like I said, it wasn't voices from my family. It was everything. It was, yeah. it was just our world and our society yeah. in the way that, you know, even as like, I use this word intentionally, like gay people. So like primarily like white gay men mm -hmm. were becoming like more mainstream and like more acceptable, mm -hmm. like it still felt like there wasn't space for someone like me mm. to step up and own like who I am in, in that space. And I think it's getting better. We're getting further, but you know, we still have ways to go. Oh, so yeah. for sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, what has sharing your truest voice done for you? Okay. So, Hmm. Sharing my truest voice has helped me not only share, be able to share in full expression with the world. And I say that like, I don't mean that I'm constantly walking around, like able to fully share my truest essence with everyone, because I think that, you know, that's a journey. Yeah. I think most of us are somewhere on that path. And I'm not sure how many of us fully feel like we can always 100%, mm -hmm. you know, express ourselves in the way that we always want to. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's helped me understand myself in new ways too. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's, that's what it's done for me is both of those things. Cool. Um, I have a new question that I didn't share with you before. Are you opening to hear it? Sure. <laughs> um, so I'm just wondering in what ways your business reflects your truest voice. Mm. That's a good question. So this was, I think you can probably relate because we did, you know, our coaching course at the same time. And we were kind of going through this whole process of like mm -hmm. figuring out like, who am I and what is my business? And like, how do those things fit together? And like choosing colors and trying to write copy for the website and like how all of those things meld together. Yeah. So for me, like it came down to, and I'm sure we were walked through this in our course, but like, I had to think about what I want to convey to the world, which I decided I wanted to, 
I, this is what I told my logo designer. I was like, I want it to be magic, but then I also want it to be like practical, like dreamy, but also very like clear and understandable. Cause I feel like sometimes in the coaching space, especially like things can get really dreamy and really kind of out there and don't quite speak to someone at least the kind of people that I want to speak to. Yeah. Who are people who like don't really know anything about <laughs> right. and like are totally new to this whole world. So it was like I wanted to still infuse that very like dreamy vibe because that's what I'm about. Like I'm about helping people see the bigger vision for their life or whatever situation they're in, but then also helping them like practically see okay this is what you actually have to do to get there we can't we can't vision all day like we have to balance that out with practical action and so um I think that the way that I've built my business at least like the visual aspects of it like my website my logo like stuff like that um I definitely think hopefully hopefully uh, reflect that um because I did try to do that as intentionally as possible Awesome. Um, what voices do you wish the world could hear more from? And are there any specific voices you want to lift up and share today? Yes, to both. So I think in general terms, like obviously, I think that the world needs to hear more from oppressed and marginalized people, mm-hmm. especially people with many marginalized identities intersecting. Mm. And then especially people who are still left out of many of those spaces, like people who are disabled, people who are trans, um, Mm -hmm. people with those identities that still are continuing not to be lifted up as much as others. Um, I think we're getting better, at least in the spaces that I hang out in, things are getting a lot better, but I still think that there's obviously so much room to grow so much more room to lift up voices um that still aren't being heard yeah so um in that i would like to lift up a couple different people who i really love right now so um i'm really big into the body positivity space and Mm -hmm. like again a third like totally (laughs) conversation that we could have in terms of sharing your voice but absolutely um, (laughs) right um (laughs) Sonia Renee Taylor, who is on Instagram at Sonia Renee Taylor. So Mm -hmm. it's just her name. Um, She, so in her bio, this is how she describes her work, unapologetically committed to radical self-love as a path to liberation. Mm -hmm. The work she does is beautiful. She wrote a book called The Body is Not an Apology, The Power of Radical Self-Love, which you can buy on her website, not on Amazon, I put in parentheses. (laughs) Um, right now that's very topical because it's prime day slash like strike Amazon day. So like, if you want to buy that book, whoever's listening or you can, um, check it out on her website instead of on Amazon to support her more fully. Um, love her work. The other, um, people that I wanted to lift up. So there's a podcast that I 100% adore called she's all fat. So like, she's all that, but instead (laughs) of that, she's all fat. It's really funny um so it's two women who live in los angeles who talk about um body positivity fat positivity um and all sorts of topics under that umbrella um they're hilarious they're super smart um their episodes are really really insightful and it's helped me learn a lot about um 
those topics and um, from from different kinds of voices than my own. At least one of the hosts um, is is different has a different perspective from me. So I think that that's a really great place to start. Um, and those were specifically like the voices that I wanted to lift up. Although there are like so many more that we could right. <laughs> we, we could spend all day. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. well, thank you. Thank you for sharing those. Yeah. Um, how can we find you and hear more about your voice? Well, I am on Instagram mostly um, at Jess M. Wag. So that's just half of my last name. And also in my Facebook group, it's free. It's a group where we talk about self-leadership. It's called Self-Leadership Club. Those are the two main places I hang out. Um, and then obviously my website, JessMWagner.com, where you can learn about me and and what I do and all that good stuff and see that practical magic, if you will. Yeah. Perfect <laughs> word for it. Oh I know, God. right? I like that just came to me while we were talking. I was like, I don't know how I haven't felt like thought of this before. Practical yeah, magic. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. If your truest voice had one thing to say today, what would it say? Mm. So the first thing again, this was one that I just sat with for a minute and let whatever came out, come out. Mm -hmm. And that was the world needs you. Mm -hmm. That's what came to me. I think the world needs us, all of us to show up exactly as we are right now, not who we're going to be in a year, not who we were 10 years ago, who we are right now. Mm -hmm. We all have our own stories to share and our own experiences that can connect us in this world that can feel super disconnected. Absolutely, I agree 100%. Yes, I yes. love it. Yes. I think we all have something that, I always try to think that there's somebody out there, even if it's one person who needs to hear exactly what I'm going to say and that it's gonna make a big difference for them. And if that's just that one person that's everything oh my gosh I so feel that and that's such a beautiful reminder too because I mean we were talking a little bit before we hopped on about like how it feels to be this person who's like sharing content online and feeling like you're screaming into like the <laughs> void of the universe and there's yes. nothing coming back but putting it in that perspective and thinking if I can just talk to one person and one person can be affected by my story or my message or whatever I'm deciding to share this day, then it's absolutely worth it. And yeah. I, I think everyone should, should put that into perspective, whether or not they're a content creator, even if you're just, you know, a person, a normal person who doesn't put their life out on the internet, <laughs> like, um, that it can be done in real life too. It doesn't just have to be on like social media, but absolutely. Yeah, well, thank you so much. Is there anything else that you feel needs to be said? No, I don't think so. It was such a wonderful set of questions to think about. And, and I'm so, again, thankful that you put this out there and were gracious enough to, to have me on and talk to you. And I can't wait to see like what you end up doing with this series. It's so exciting. Yes. Thank you so much for taking the time. I totally appreciate it. It's been fun. Absolutely. Yes. It's been a blast. Awesome. Thank you. You're so welcome. 
thank you for joining me in the Garden of Belonging. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe so you don't miss any others. And if you leave a review, it really helps it reach and support more people. If you'd like to explore these topics more deeply, join me in the Garden of Belonging community. There's a link in the show notes for more information about that. Until next time, take care of you. Music in this episode by Dan O. Songs.